0: So is this what Aquaman's supposed to sound like?
1: No, I think it's what Ariel sounds like. Instead of taking her entire voice, she has to have a stupid Latvian accent instead. Someday
0: I'll be a part of your world. (laughs)
1: Sha-la-la-la-la, kiss me, babe, I'm drunk. (laughs) (laughs) Can I record an album of Tommy Wiseau singing Disney classics?
0: I'm sure someone has.
1: (laughs) Mr. Aladdin, sir, will it be one, two, or three? <laughs> you never had a friend like me, Greg. <laughs> you never will. There are good movies and
2: there are great movies, but that's not what we watch here because this is the 100th episode of shitty cinema. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> We done did hundred episodes.
1: Yeah, boy. We
2: are four film masochists who love to take on the worst movies we can find, centered around our monthly theme to answer one simple question: Would you watch it again? I'm Jay, and I'm joined by Dave.
0: Oh, hi, Jay.
1: Casey. Hi, doggy. And Juice.
2: week one of us has to pick a movie based on that month's theme but this week is special Casey why is this week special
1: because we've been doing this podcast for a hundred years Yay! Woo! wow I'm a lot younger looking than I am absolutely we invented the radio no this is our 100th episode we're so fucking excited we've been recording this now for just shy of two years I'll we're tell you so what. excited tell us how do you feel? I
3: feel good, Casey. I'm I'm you know, this is like a landmark that we just we've established. Yeah, so hell yeah. obviously we got to do something special for our 100th episode, guys. Well, what are we doing?
1: We are capturing the very essence of shitty cinema. And what's that, Casey? Someone who tried so hard to make a serious film and <laughs> utterly failed. Broke through the oh, basement yeah. and found the secret dungeon below it. We watched 2003's The Room with Tommy Wiseau. Wow. we I mean, we've all seen this movie before, but oh, yeah. we decided Many to bring times. it back for shitty cinema because it's perfect. It is the perfect encapsulation of... Of what shit is. And I mean, so much so it has a cult following. I mean, this is like the watered down baby version of Rocky Horror Picture Show.
2: Yeah, I think you're right, Casey. I think if there's any movie that's emblematic of what we do here at Shitty Cinema, it's The Room.
1: I remember the first time watching this and it completely blew me away. I don't think my mouth ever closed during the entire time. I was either yelling. Talking or heavy breathing. It is. It's
0: something special in bad movies because you need to see it through. You almost need a guide to really take in everything so terrible about it.
1: It's a cinematic ayahuasca <laughs> trip. You definitely want someone seasoned there who can right. calm you down. You know, when you need a sitter. Get bad. <laughs> yeah, you definitely need a sitter for this when, film.
0: When you start getting too taken in by the bad acting, they can redirect you to the framed pictures of spoons, and it just recenters <laughs> you on the whole experience. Okay,
3: guys, before we get any farther into bed with Tommy Wiseau, oh. we're going to need an elevator pitch. No. I'm sorry. You slipped
1: on something red.
3: Well, I got a better idea. <laughs> Casey, you just met this really cool guy. Uh, he sells drugs, uh, mm, but mm-hmm. he trusts you enough to actually let you take all of the drugs before you give him the money.
1: Oh, what a the gentleman. Boys are stupid. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, you played him, except for this man is actually armed. He has a handgun, and unfortunately, you did forget, so you now have a gun to your head. God is asking you the question: Where the fuck is my money? You got ten seconds before your brains are on the fucking pavement. Sell me this movie.
1: A bizarre series of events called a movie, told through the lens of a strange middle-aged Latvian man in a rent-controlled apartment who drives everyone into betraying him and tearing him apart. Nine, <laughs> Nine seconds. seconds. Wow, Did you get yeah, my laugh? And... Did you get yeah. my laugh?
0: <laughs> 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 I think we'll call it ten with the laugh on right, the end. Okay, there, right. <laughs> you're never totally sure when a Tommy laugh is done.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> It ends like Never. it starts when it should could
2: resume at any moment. <laughs> I appreciate that you pointed out that the apartment was rent controlled.
1: Yeah, it was a very friends situation. I'm not really sure what, wasn't there a stock market crash in 2003? Like what, like the housing market?
0: That's 2008 is when it's oh, okay. credited so as having be, occurred. okay, so be,
1: you know, overpaying to live in a goddamn shack, that's fine. As what, Jay, you tried to put it, inside fish sticks, outside tartar sauce?
0: Technically, it it was a townhome, but then it did not line up at all with the living arrangements they were talking about throughout the movie. So, one of many mistakes.
1: No, how do you have several townhomes on top of each other? I
2: don't know anything about buildings. Don't ask me. You're not a buildingologist? I've
1: never been in one. I'm not allowed inside. But you know who else has a key knife for real estate? Obviously. The man with impeccable taste that picked that fake townhouse apartment. Tommy Effing Yzo is, and that's his legal middle name. It's a traditional Latvian, yeah, Latvian name.
2: Effing. He, I, I don't think that he's actually Latvian, Casey.
1: No, I decided that after getting frustrated <laughs> and googling, and then looking at a map, I was like, it sounds like he's might be right here. If my complete guess with no education about that whole region is true, he's Latvian. Okay, all right. Not well, Polish. But- my people are not claiming him.
2: Instead of speculating about Tommy Wiseau, they... Why don't you walk us through the movie that shitty cinema watched?
0: All right, let's be honest. If you're listening to a podcast about bad movies, you probably are already familiar with the plot of The Room. But the basic premise of it is that Tommy Wiseau is getting engaged to his girlfriend, Lisa, who immediately starts an affair with his best friend, Mark. The movie then spends a really long time not dealing with this. Literally, nothing between the second sex (laughs) scene and the party at the end actually matters. Until we finally get to a birthday party when Tommy finds out that Lisa's cheating on him gets in a fight with his best friend Mark and then immediately goes to his bedroom and kills himself that's the whole plot of the film a bunch of other stuff happens Lisa's mom gets breast cancer then we never hear about it again
1: well she's not gonna throw it in everybody's face she's not going vegan she's has breast cancer apropos of nothing
0: she <laughs> does throw her breast cancer in your face and then yeah, never comes back to it
1: i know ever. but it's not like she like runs marathons and put stickers on the back of her car she put it out there she's leaving it alone you bring it up if you want to talk about it she talks about it enough
0: they have a psychiatrist friend who trips in an alley playing football in a tuxedo and never shows up again. Their creepy neighbor, Denny, <laughs> keeps showing up to the apartment trying to watch them have sex. Their yeah. other friends have sex in their apartment and then leave the story completely. Ah, I feel like I'm missing a couple subplots. Anything else?
1: Uh, Denny's selling drugs, but oh, yeah, he's yeah, really selling bad drugs. at it. He's um, really bad at
0: it. And his dealer, Chris R, gives him the drugs up front, which is not how drug use works.
1: No, no, I think the world would be a lot different if it did.
0: Tommy was supposed to get a promotion and then he doesn't get it. They don't know how alcohol works because they mix scotch with vodka, which is just an you know, awful,
1: that's yeah. an atrocity. But, okay. I mean like, that's What's... what we would do in college to punish people. <laughs> Hold Hold freshmen I need to clear freshmen have some scotchka. From a deleted scene, it is not
2: scotchka. I'm sorry, I'm sorry what? to ruin this for you guys, but it's actually cognac. Cognac and vodka. Con- I mean okay. I can handle yak.
1: I can't do scotch. Yakka. That is worse. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Not sure.
0: And the community has widely decided it's Scotchka, so we're sticking right. with Scotchka. No, no, I kinda
1: wanna <laughs> mix Remy and Belvedere. <laughs> can someone give me like a couple half pints so then I don't waste well, I guess I don't have to pour both fifths together. I won't make that big of a commitment. Never mind. I'll just buy it myself. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Listen. Casey's like, Tommy I was- made a single That's so I'm just having one. And it was these two bits I poured into this bucket. <laughs>
1: what? I'm sad right now. <laughs> Fuck. I don't she's tell just- you
2: not to go to the therapy. She's just got a giant bucket. And she's just fucking like chugging from it.
0: If I just sit in the bathtub and then pour whatever goes in my mouth counts as one glass, because I'm just in the class. (laughs) Last time
1: I noticed, I wasn't trying to tell you how to self-care, so why don't you butt the fuck out? Thanks. Jesus. Like, I have friends coming over.
3: Damn. That was a hit below the belt.
1: Right, I'm saying, like, I'm not gonna drink it all myself.
2: I have
3: friends.
1: I have friends that internet care about me. Oh, girl.
2: Hi, uh, is that is that how you treat friends? Hi, friends. Welcome to my home. Here is a bucket of scotchka.
1: <laughs> That's how the last baby shower I hosted went down. I mentioned that in my goodbye note. <laughs> um, Were you
0: pre-drinking for a baby
1: shower? I mean, it was at my house, so I was just drinking, and there happened to be a party that I mean, day.
3: I was going to say, I'll be honest, I've never been to a baby shower but I feel like that's what I would
1: do. My baby showers are lit. Anyway, it's not a baby shower podcast, we need to talk about Tommy Wiseau.
0: Right, we are here to discuss the room, which has to start with a conversation about the man, the myth, the legend, our director, (laughs) star, and writer of the film, Mr. Tommy Wiseau. Oh, hi. Starting with, where the fuck is he from?
1: Latvia. I don't
0: don't buy Latvia. He's admitted to Eastern Europe, so we've got a general region. That's very east, it's almost Russia.
1: Latvia's touching Russian.
0: I still like XKCD's theory that he's DB Cooper, the guy who robbed the plane yeah. and then parachuted out and was never found again. QB80. He was reported to have a strange accent. That's true.
2: And there's the rumor that Tommy Wiseau was just making the room to launder money. Right. Right? So the DB Cooper thing fits. I'm into this.
3: All right. Uh,. Y'all about to get like hunted down by Tommy Wiseau standing outside your window at eleven o'clock some night here?
2: No.
1: Yeah. By the way, creepy. Tommy, don't kill me. I still think you're Latvian. But if like <laughs> he stumbled onto something, I mean, you do what you got to. Wait, he don't make be both a mess. Latvian
2: and DB Cooper right?
1: No.
0: Yeah. I mean, we don't. <laughs> Why not? I think that checks out. These aren't my theories. All right. <laughs> I mean, nobody knows who DB Cooper is. That's the point.
1: Oh, i've said too much (laughs) okay if we're gonna talk about tommy wiseau i number one he's not old enough to be db cooper yes he looks like shit in this film but he's still like 20 years too young to be db cooper number two this whole movie feels like if you took that 80s tv show beauty and the beast but like just shaved ron perlman and made sarah o'connor a miserable bitch he kind of has that shaved beast vibe. He's always pushing Lisa mm, yeah. around. He does not know how to function in society and talk to people. No. Like He's relaying a story to Mark and just says, Rice, that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Did, did you just discover this? Did, did they not have Rice on Mars? Because he sounds like someone who's never seen humans talk to each other before, like watch three movies from the 60s and go, okay, yeah, no, 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 I got it.
3: Yeah, it's a fucking movie. I American mean, had on thing. some really powerful hallucinogens, so I mean.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Him. Is he always microdosing?
3: No, I think he's always macrodosing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that right. doesn't feel wrong. I can't argue
2: that. That would explain why, when he's interacting with the flower saleswoman, he just fucking responds to her without giving any space after her question because he's so high
1: that he's just <clears throat> reading her mind. Just let me finish the question before you answer it, or I'm going to change the end of the question to make you look like an asshole. <laughs> That be all up your ass. <laughs> like, get, no, d- shut the fuck. Stop. Stop.
0: He starts talking
1: when she's, well, that, and he's like, yeah, it's okay, goodbye, goodbye, doggy, and leaves, because he's Latvian, it's the Latvian (laughs) goodbye.
0: I like that you devolved into an Arnold impression there,
1: because I was
0: actually just thinking that the great thing about Tommy's weird-ass speaking style is that even though nobody can do a good impression of him, everyone can do a recognizable impression of him. (laughs) Oh, you don't sound like him, but he's the only one who talks in that weird meter. So, yeah, that must be Tommy Wiseau. Oh, my God. What if you were to get
3: Tommy Wiseau and Arnold Schwarzenegger to have a conversation?
1: Better yet, what if they had a rap battle?
0: No, I want to see Tommy doing an Arnold impression and Arnold doing a Tommy impression.
3: Oh, that's
0: broken.
1: I, I don't want the creepiness of Tommy Wiseau. Coming out of the giant body of Arnold Schwarzenegger? No, that's like taking an alligator and making it a meth alligator. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. Meth alligator like, sounds awful. It, it's real and it's Tommy Wiseau. Um, <laughs> it's just this whole movie. He wrote, did he write the lines? Is it oh, safe? Yeah. Sa-
0: absolutely. Wrote, directed, starred.
1: The dialogue in this film sounds like an eight-year-old telling you a story that they forgot the point of and might be making up half of
2: no because one of the main points in the room is that lisa and johnny played by tommy wiseau are having this breakdown of their relationship and lisa is cheating on tommy with his best friend greg except she wildly oscillates between wanting to have a relationship with tommy and then totally hating him and running away and it, it gets dastardly mustache twistingly evil for no reason
0: both Lisa and Greg have a sudden heel turn where they go from being like conflicted people making bad decisions to just I just enjoy hurting my friend (laughs) Which was a little bit weird but I I don't think that's necessarily insane writing I think it's just bad writing
1: I think it's the writing of a film based on things you've written in your diary and someone has definitely hurt you (laughs) And I'm sorry, and people are terrible, but you don't need to hurt other people by making a movie about it, a bad one at that.
0: <laughs> All right, if, if we're talking about Tommy's insanity though, I gotta delve into some possibly confirmed rumors here on this. Okay. So according to Greg Sestero, the guy who played Mark in this, mm-hmm. originally the film contained a subplot in which Johnny was revealed to be a vampire. And we would find out about this when Johnny's Mercedes-Benz would lift off from the roof of the townhouse and fly across the San Francisco skyline revealing that he's a vampire. Why didn't Uh,
1: we get that scene? Yeah. Is that the end of the movie or is that happening all during the movie?
0: I, I, I assume was supposed to be at the end of the movie. They eventually cut it when they realized there was no practical way to make the car fly on the production's budget. So here's my question. Does Tommy Wiseau know what vampires are? Because makes a car fly isn't traditionally part of their skill set.
1: Okay, I'm going to maybe change my, no, actually I stand by my Latvian claim, because Latvia is neighbors with Russia. And what movie did we watch with a Russian flying car? Black Lightning, a Russian oh, film. Oh, damn.
3: So, yeah, Juice. Follow the rubles.
1: Follow the ruples and the diamonds sewn in your clothes. Um, it's. Okay, Let that leads me to a question for all of you. Okay. Does anyone have some M. Night Shyamalan plot twist that would improve this film?
0: That. Oh. That. Johnny's yeah. a vampire that can make cars fly.
1: You can't steal his idea, Dave. Juice, I've got what about nothing you? better.
3: No, I really. That kind of train wrecked me as well. Like sure you can come up with any one of the generic fucking and then and then and then but it's all like nothing beats him he's a fucking vampire at the end And
1: then his bottle turned into a spaceship and he was an astronaut and he discovered Maine and Mars all
0: right so here I'm going a little bit deeper into the IMDb trivia question and here's one I think is going to be illuminating which of the characters that we saw on screen was concussed while they were filming one of their scenes? Tommy I'm gonna Wendell. say the
1: spiky-headed guy that gets pushed by Mark.
0: Okay, anybody else got a vote? Tommy. Tommy, uh, that's, that's always a good answer. That is a Jay. good
2: answer. Um, I'm going to go with Denny.
0: Denny, you're all wrong. It was Peter the Psychologist. really he got a yes he got a concussion during filming and Tommy wouldn't let him leave to get treatment until after he filmed his scenes
1: what scenes but you're playing a doctor why don't you fix yourself (laughs) (laughs) not all of
0: them uh Peter seemed dazed and was touching things in one scene because the actor had suffered a concussion and Tommy Wiseau wouldn't let him leave for treatment. I think it's more illuminating though that nobody was able to correctly identify who was fucking concussed in this goddamn movie. (laughs) Because everyone's such terrible actors that it could be anybody. I don't know who got the head trauma. That's fair. Maybe it was required to get on set. I,
2: I feel like I got head trauma, especially when I watched Greg and Lisa have sex on a fucking rigid spiral staircase.
1: Mm. Oh, yeah, that's God, not uh, a good decision. No, that's something you do at like age 19, not after 24. <laughs> yeah, Honey, right, okay. Ugh. That,
2: that gives me a question. Is the spiral staircase the worst place in the room to have sex?
1: I'm going to say no Okay. I'm going to say the love seat that has a cum covered couch cover on it (laughs) as well as pillows that they couldn't even be bothered to make pillowcases for they just pinned fabric around that I have seen better furniture in a literal crack house this was a crack house not a crack home so I'm going to say the couch because you're going to pick up something
2: Okay. Juice, what about you? Um,
3: I'd probably say outside on the front stoop.
0: I mean you can get some cheers whenever the trolley goes by.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe little throw know. pennies and peanuts. I don't know, what about the roof?
0: Yeah, no, that's my answer. We get we get <laughs> numerous scenes in this movie that are set on the roof of the building. Yes. And we see the people coming up and out of the stairs, but it's very clearly not stairs. It's just this like four foot tall box made out of corrugated steel that people kind of crouch down into and do the mine thing where they're going downstairs.
1: It looks like an unfolded trash can. Yeah, so
0: that steel shack is my answer. A four foot tall steel shack just baking in the sun, that you can neither stand up all the way or lay down all the way in, trying to find a configuration in there to have sex.
1: If you escape chlamydia, you're definitely getting tetanus. (laughs) It's not one or the other, it's probably both. But you know, you'd rather be lucky than good, am I right?
2: Absolutely. Okay, Casey. You yeah. mentioned the cum-stained couch, and it's part of the reason we know it's a cum-stained couch is because two of Lisa's friends have sex on it in the movie, and then the guy comes back for his underwear.
1: I, I know you're a classy woman, Case. Would you go back for your underwear? As someone who was drunk and forgot she was wearing a mesh thong and accidentally peed through it, no, <laughs> you just you let it go. You let it go. I threw mine in the tampon box. I would leave those there and say they were my significant others.
2: I'm with you. I wouldn't fucking go back for my underwear. They're dead to me.
0: No. No. You text them and you tell them to just throw it away. Right. Juice, would you go
2: back? No. No.
3: I'll free ball it all the way home. No problem.
0: (laughs) Absolutely
2: (laughs) Yeah, you gotta air it out a little bit, right? You're getting a breeze. Yeah. Okay, it's not
1: just the horny couple. It's also Greg and Mark fooling around on that dirty ass (laughs) couch. Mark, no way! (laughs) Oh wow! (laughs) I bet that was in deleted scenes I'm
3: feeling myself
1: for those of you who don't know Greg Sestro is the guy that plays Mark I meant Mark and Lisa I mean if we're gonna use technology I would watch that at least for a minute to see if I was into it Mark kind of looks like a hot Wilson brother cousin but he has like middle school gym teacher hair, like lady gym teacher yeah. hair, and it's yeah. ca- it's great in the back, but in the front, I'm like, what is this comb over thing It Like, just no, brush it back. Mark
0: looks like one of the Wilsons starred in a superhero movie, but they couldn't get the rights to his face when they made the action figure, so we had to make <laughs> a legally distinct <laughs> version.
1: Uh, We're just going to kind of disfigure this Ken doll a little to look more like it. Just like pop in the microwave for like eight seconds, just the head and shape it with your thumb. These fucking
3: plastic
0: knives make it look like he's got wings.
1: Oh, no. this,
0: this, this is bro and will filson it's a totally separate
1: <laughs> completely separate entity that you cannot sue us for so mark and lisa fuck around on the couch and so do lisa and tommy wiseau or what was this johnny who cares it's tommy wiseau this is basically <laughs> yeah. a biopic yeah. um
3: you know that does beg a question though yeah. um have they changed how sex is supposed to work?
1: I know you've been quarantined for a really long time. Um, So have we, but we've been going by the normal sex that was okay at the beginning of 2020, so we're not into donkey punching. I think the kids are back into that again, but I, I don't know. I've never had a guy try to put it in my fourth hole, aka my belly button, but there seemed to be a lot of belly button humping in the room.
2: Is that what you're asking
3: about, Juice? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if anybody else was enjoying it more than Tommy, personally. That's
0: I,
2: I don't got... think anyone else was enjoying it at all except right. for Tommy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No. After the first sex scene of this movie, Tommy yeah. actually tried to write a second one, which Juliet Daniels, who played Lisa, refused to do. So they just <laughs> made it out of the cut bits from the first one.
1: Right. And she had two bonus sex scenes with Mark. Yeah. Like she was refuse? okay with Mark, but Tommy's a fucking creep, and yeah. I get that, girl.
0: I imagine part of the reason she refused to do it is that normally when they film a sex scene, it's a closed set and they have right. the bare minimum crew. It's just you yeah. know the actors, the cameraman, and the director, and that's it. Not for Tommy Rizo's the room. It's an open set, and he insisted as many people as possible be there to watch him have fake sex.
1: I, Why don't you bring creepy. your family? <laughs> no, <what? laughs>
0: The editor also had to fight him to cut the sex scene down. He originally wanted to use the whole thing, which was over six minutes long.
1: Why? I guarantee not all six minutes were good.
2: Grandma would be proud. (laughs) Were they doing, okay, one of the most famous things that is made fun of in the room is during the sex scenes, there's a window that is raining sometimes and not sometimes. No, 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 no,
1: no. That's wrong. I let me let me squash that right now. That okay. is actually a a piece of furniture that it's like you know like those water fountains that they used to have at like Crowning and Carriage and Spencer's yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So it's yeah. a giant lean back mirror with water running down it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's just a got piece a pump of furniture. that keeps pumping it to the top and bringing it down. They just frame it weird and make it look like they're shooting through a window where it's oh. raining yes. outside.
1: It's not, though. It's a mirror. It's I've like watched a, a the room several
2: mirror. times, and this
0: is the first time I learned that wasn't a window.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, it's a piece of furniture.
0: Yeah. Oh. No, they just went to a thrift store and bought a bunch of random weird shit that they could just fill the room with
1: honestly it looks like they went to like a 90s quaalude hippies garage sale and like hey some of this is in really good condition well yeah because all she did was take one pill and black out for nine hours every like 11 hours so she didn't have time to fuck up her apartment i mean for a pretty coherent plot <clears throat> lol mm-hmm. this also had some of the best nonsensical scenes in a film i've ever witnessed in my life oh yeah why Why do we need a shot of them going to a weird coffee shop? Why do we need a shot of Mark and Tommy frolicking in the fucking park for no reason? Okay,
2: I've seen the room several
1: times and I always
2: forget about the coffee shop scene and it comes up and I'm like, was this new? Was this always in the movie?
1: Can I can I say something nice? I said something mean. I should say something nice about okay. it. At least the scene in the beginning of him buying the roses, he's going to flagellate what's her bitch with.
2: Yeah. It makes Lisa.
1: sense. He's buying the roses and right. then he has sex with the roses and apparently this is a that weekly makes sense thing to you? for him.
2: And that makes sense to you.
1: Yeah, because okay. the two scenes are actually related. Those are the <laughs> only two scenes that are related in this film. It's just like <laughs> if you watch security cam footage of one of your friends' house, but like you pick a day once every 7 months and it has no relation to the last one.
3: Also, I really didn't understand all of the scenes, like when they're in the park or when they're getting apparently married. They always are like going around a football.
2: Yes. Now, that's a common a common trope with the room. This is, is the America. Football. Right. <laughs> you and, like and football.
1: They the only call time that they have rugby any... soccer.
2: <laughs> the only time they have any quote-unquote dialogue is really when they're tossing a football around. Maybe if you don't count the... The scene with the psychologist. But other than that, they're throwing a football around to show that they're having some kind of conversation, but also still, I don't know. Okay,
1: so I can answer part of my question I asked before of Tommy Wiseau, who hurt you. I'm going to say one of them is his dad or American TV dads, because the obsession with throwing a football around (laughs) smacks of daddy issues. I'm I'm just going to say it.
2: Isn't that what fatherhood is? You throw a ball in the backyard with your kid? I don't want to be
1: gay and discuss feelings, but I'll throw leather at you very quickly (laughs) while yelling some lessons at you.
3: I have a I have a separate conversation now about a second movie called The Roof, and (gasps) it's about
2: yes, is this the sequel?
3: Yeah, this is the sequel. And this is about Denny, and this is his life. And he goes through a similar love problem, and instead of killing himself at the end of it in the room, he kills himself off the roof. But it all takes place on the rooftop instead of-
1: Can we make the final plot twist be like, he doesn't actually live in that building, he lives on that (laughs) building, and Tommy's just nice to him, where everyone else is like, listen, he keeps pooping in the mailboxes. We know who it is. We know who it is.
2: Lisa does tell her mom that Tommy pays for an apartment in that building for Denny.
1: Yeah, it's called the tin shack that's supposedly a, a staircase. staircase. That's why you
2: never saw the
3: inside of it, because right next to the staircase is a sleeping bag. and that's A where sleeping Danny bag,
1: sleeps. a poop bucket, and a crack pipe. The, from the people who
2: watch The Room comes The Roof. The, roof. the sequel about the creepy kid next door and where he lives. And I'll give you a hint. It's the, the roof. roof.
1: He may live upstairs, but he'll ask you if you're going down. Oh! <laughs> a.
2: Juice, this is genius, I love it. Mm.
0: Awesome. Let's
1: get ready, let's get ready. This might be a Skinamax special. Um.
0: So you mentioned there's a lot of points where we just go outside and toss a football around. I agree, that's kind of weird. Is there another sport that would have made more sense for them to do?
1: I propose tossing
0: a frisbee. Hacky sack. Hacky sack, also a great choice. I would love to see that in their bulky suits.
2: Okay, I get the frisbee thing, but frisbee, you need a little more space. Hacky sack is the perfect circle of friends that can have a conversation but also participate in a sport at the same time.
1: Yes, 100%. I've seen those exact... Four creepy weirdos in baggy pants standing that close together, trying to bond and form some sort of emotional attachment to each other. In it happened school, in front of the flagpole of my high school. in,
0: baggy yeah, pants. Every in day, 2003, every lunch. I absolutely was one of those people.
1: <laughs> right, I was specifically referencing you, genius. <laughs> <laughs> well, you nailed it.
3: <laughs> could you stall it on your foot, Dave? Nobody. Yeah.
1: Oh, of course he could. Oh, I yeah. do knee Nobody's stalls, pants foot stalls, fit. Head stalls. Everybody had weird hair. Yeah, jesters. you would have to like
3: get a pair of vans to be able to like successfully hockey or hacky sack again. Shh.
1: That Chucks, is my shoe dude. of choice. Chucks no are vans. number
3: one. Chocks are too thin for hacky sack though. Nah, they're great.
1: Skate shoes. Suck my dick.
3: Skate shoes.
1: I have, a, I have a question I need to ask. I'm going to steal yeah. this question from Angela Edward. If you had to be trapped on an island with one person from the room, who would it be and why? The drug mm.
3: dealer.
0: Yeah, okay. I think the drug dealer because he's got drugs. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. That, that's that's like, my answer. Okay, so, I feel like it'd
1: turn out like that guy, Richie Madonna, weird Italian remake movie of just like Rape Island after a while.
3: I don't know. At least he has a gun so he can protect us from
0: shit. It's true. Right. We can hunt, he has drugs. What else do you need?
2: (laughs) I appreciate Juice and Dave's response. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to choose Lisa's friend, Michelle. She's a good listener. She seems to give decent advice. She seems to be a decent human being. Mm -hmm. So of anybody that's in the movie, I feel like I could tolerate her the longest.
3: Yeah, and she was pretty.
2: Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers.
1: I'll respectfully disagree. Okay. I mean, while I want to support you in that, I'm going to say Mark. Why? Mark isn't too bad on the eyes. He's mentally and emotionally weak. A and 12-year-old. I could I could just reverse psychology my way into getting him to do anything, including hunting, fishing, building shelter, leaving me the fuck alone when I want him to. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's like, a good
2: strategy, Case. Mark's, I didn't think about Mark's
1: that. Mark's brain is smooth and Mark doesn't really have a personality, he just has the opposite personality of what you want. So I can easily manipulate that. All right, we can have our Tiger Beat fantasy of who we'd rather be stuck on a deserted island with from The Room, but that's not what I need to know the most. Jay, 2003's The Room. It's my burning desire to know. Would you watch it again?
2: This is shitty cinema. And I have said already that I've seen The Room multiple times. And if you think that I'm above grabbing a plastic spoon, filling myself a nice cup full of scotchka, and yelling, because you're a woman every time Claudette talks down to Lisa, (laughs) you are full of shit. Yes, absolutely. I will watch The Room again for the umpteenth time. It is a paradigm of shitty cinema. It's a blast. I never get... It never gets old, making fun of it, having a laugh, and being confused. Dave, what about you? The Room,
0: would you watch it again? God, I too have seen this movie many, many times, and every time I swear is the last time. It is just, (laughs) it is a nightmare to get through. I would definitely say do not watch this movie alone. It's not the type of shitty cinema that you can just sit there and enjoy it by yourself. You need other people around to mock and to deride (laughs) this terrible nightmare film. But if you've got other people to sit down and watch it with you, yes, absolutely. I will watch this again in a group setting. I will mix up some Scotchka and get trashed and laugh at Tommy Wiseau's attempt at cinema one more time juice how about you i know you've seen it a few times before too but would you watch the room again
3: uh ditto casey how about you
2: (laughs) (laughs) wow uh...
3: (laughs) yeah no there's honestly the biggest reason that the room exists is to show people who have never watched the room before the room (laughs) like that is the only reason that this film was ever created so of course there is going to be somebody in my life that i will meet that has not seen the room and I'm going to go all right man we're going to get to know each other a little bit better so yeah I'm going to I mean it's not just something what I choose to I'm you know going to be obligated to watch the room again so Casey how about you coming it all the way around our 100th episode fucking 2 years of slogging through to get to this the room are you going to sit down and watch it again
1: the room is much like the ring once you see it you have to show someone who's never seen it again (laughs) this is a minimum two movie watch you need to watch it for yourself with someone to explain to you what's going on and then later you need to explain it to someone else this film is not to be sat alone and watched by yourself in a dark room it will consume your soul but, yes, I would absolutely watch this movie again. I can't wait to expose Corey to it. I I watched her watch Jesus Camp, and I can't wait to watch her watch The Room because this is a once-in-a-lifetime damage you can do on someone's psyche, and I highly recommend it.
3: Well, Casey, I can't deny your reasons for doing what you're doing. And on that note, Cinemites, the verdict is in. All four of us are going to sit down and watch The Room again. If you Yay! haven't, as we said find a friend give it a watch if they have or if they haven't seen it before it doesn't matter just find somebody in your life sit down let us know what you think
1: hurt people hurt people and you should hurt someone with this it's really good it's really good
2: just... This should be our new slogan hurt people <laughs> hurt people shitty cinema <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're gonna hurt you. <laughs> for our 100th episode I'm glad we could all agree on something that makes my heart happy usually it's Dave by himself being an elitist asshole
2: nobody likes Dave
1: or right. no you're usually the second in the corner with him I don't like showgirls man. nobody likes me
3: All right, guys. Well, we took a break from the Sad Sad West to celebrate our 100th episode, but we're going to go back into the Sad Sad West again next week with a pick that I had a recommendation for. I've never seen it, but it looks to be as fun as it is going to be ridiculous. Jonah Hex.
2: Ooh, this is going to be a first watch for me. I'm also excited.
1: I've never seen it. Jay just told me earlier that John Malkovich is in it. I have questions, but I'll (laughs) save them. And just pack my sunscreen instead. I'm yep, so hyped.
3: Gonna, gonna have a lot of questions. Just the trailer itself gave me a lot of questions. So I'm excited to dive into this and see what we get into next week.
1: I'm gonna, you'll have to send me the trailer because I haven't seen it yet. I have no idea what's going on in this film. So I guess we will find out next week. Thanks, guys, for listening. Maybe torture a friend with this podcast. Do you have a movie we should watch? Hit us up at facebook.sh.ttycinema. And like the page while you're there if you want to. Wanna to yell at Jay? Hit him up on Twitter at Bad Movies Bad People. And that's PPL. And I'll swing by the Patreon if it so moves you. So until then, let's turn off the lights.
3: <sighs>
1: grab a thorny rose. Ow! And go deep sea diving for that belly button, baby.
3: Up oh, by Mark. <laughs>